thank you very much indeed for um, devoting a little bit of time to us to speak for our Africa Week mm -hmm. this uh, 2023. I thought it would be interesting for those who are not especially familiar with the African Finance Corporation, if you might give us just a little thumbnail sketch of the organisation, please. Thank you very much, Cecilia. Um, so Africa Finance Corporation, or AFC, as it's, it's usually known as, is a private sector-led international development financial institution established in 2007 by an agreement between sovereign African states to develop the economies of African countries by investing in infrastructure across Africa. AFC is involved as an investor, developer, and financier of various infrastructure projects in Africa with product offerings including debt, equity, mezzanine investment, investments, financial advisory, project development, and technical advisory services across five focus infrastructure sector areas, including power, natural resources, that's oil and gas and mining, heavy industries, telecommunications, and transport and logistics. As of May 2023, AFC has 40 member countries and an investment footprint across 36 African countries. So that's the that's the sort of general the general background to AFC and um, information about AFC. Thank you. So I think it celebrated um, 75 years this this year, uh, and uh, it it celebrated certainly a big anniversary years. of, of being yeah it'll be 60 years this year yes. Oh, bigger pardon, 60 years this yeah. year of being in operation. Um, mm. I wonder if you might say how much you think and in what ways you think it's changed since its inception. Right. So just I'll just give you so just four key um, four key factors. Uh, we, so we started with member countries uh, of two member countries that Nigeria um, and Guinea-Bissau and have grown so, so far since um, 2007, um, its inception to 40 member countries. So most of the African countries are, are, are member countries now of AFC within 15 years. And uh, 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 again, our employees have grown from a, a meager amount of about five through to 150 this year. And our assets again have grown to $11.2 billion uh, over the, the period of, of inception, um, since inception. And, um, you know, in terms of, you know, doing business, we've, we've, we've gone through, as I said, you know, I mentioned earlier uh, sectors that we dealt with, moving again, as we, we all know, um, towards climate change, ESG, um, tackling risks of doing business in Africa, such as cybersecurity and political risk as well. Okay. And so um, I think many people obviously are familiar with the uh, uh, sort of IFC, etc. And it, do you think there were some differences principally between the AFC and other uh, development uh, finance corporations that are worth drawing out? I, I think we have similar objectives um, being DFIs, um, all focused on, on developing the economies of African of, Af of countries that we are 
yeah, mandated to do. Uh, and um, but I mentioned probably three or four areas. Um, and in terms of mandate and objectives, you know, AFC's main objective is to address the infrastructure deficit in Africa. Of course, AFC is also an AFDB uh, also, uh, or IFC, I should say, it has has um, the mandate to develop the economies of its member countries, being most of the, the countries in the world. Uh, but AF, AFDB is also focused on Africa, as we are. Um, and so, uh, you know, we all uh, support and finance key projects in Africa. Um, AFC aims to foster economic development and promote regional integration within Africa. In, contact, in contrast, the IFC's primary goal is to promote private sector investment in developing countries worldwide, as, as I mentioned earlier. Why AFDB has a broader mandate than AFC and supports a wide range of development projects beyond infrastructure, including agriculture, education, healthcare, and governance. For AFC, um, to the extent that, um, you know, for example, agriculture uh, is linked to infrastructure, for example, um, you know, we also finance um, uh, items such as, you know, as a, as a fertilizer, uh, you know, um, production um, through heavy, heavy industry, um, or even if it's healthcare, as so long as it's, it's linked to infrastructure, we do we do finance that. Even though it's it's quite a, it's a young sector that we are dealing with at the moment. Um, um, and then secondly, I'd mentioned geographical focus. AFC specifically targets investment opportunities and infrastructure projects within the African continent, while IFC, for example, has a global focus and operates in various regions around the world and are classed, that are classed as less developed, as I mentioned earlier. In terms of sector, the sector focus, while all three organizations mentioned um, earlier support infrastructure development, AFC places a strong emphasis on sectors such as power, transportation, telecommunications, uh, and natural resources. It does not preclude us from, from dealing with other sectors, but these are currently our priority um, sectors. And I also mentioned uh, heavy industries as well. So, I'm, uh, I'm, Sorry, do go ahead. Okay. The, the IFC, on the other hand, covers a broader range of sectors, including manufacturing, financial services and, and agriculture, while AFDP also focuses on sectors such as education, health, and environmental sustainability, which we also do, as I said, um, for education and health, as long as it's linked to infrastructure, we do deal, deal with that. Also with financial services as well, what we do now is we provide a you know, line of credits to, to various um, you know, financial institutions to own lend um, um, to various sectors in, within the economy. Thank you. So I understand that there's um, a desire to uh, focus more on the mining sector uh, at present, um, particularly the sort of nascent mining uh, industry that is developing um, in Nigeria as well as other places. I wonder if you might say a little bit about the aspirations of the AFC in the context of um, supporting the, the growth of mining in the jurisdiction? Thank you very much. I mean, that's a, mining is a, is a very key um, sector that we have strategically decided to uh, pursue even more than we are doing before. And that is because, 
you know, uh, you know, as you as you are aware, Africa holds a lot of natural resources uh, within within uh, within the various countries. Um, hitherto, we've um, the, the African countries have just uh, mined raw natural resources and exported them to countries such as as China. Um, clearly, doing that also then increases the um, the carbon footprints, you know, uh, across the uh, the um, the um, the globe. Um, and apart from that as well, just exporting raw natural resources um, does not benefit the country in terms of you know, income that they earn from it. Whereas once you refine those natural those natural those resources, um, and are able then to create those refined refined resources, you end you end up earning a much a larger multiple than what you'd have earned um, if you just transport if just uh, if you just sold the um, the raw natural resources. So uh, I, again, as, as you know, our, uh, our mandate is to develop, develop these economies and try to maximize their income. So we are we are looking more and more uh, and we are doing more in terms of um, not just mining, but also financing um, the the uh, the finance, the refinement of these natural resources, the beneficiation in terms of these natural resources, um, such that it actually improves the, the income that the countries earn. Um, we are also um, looking more a lot uh, more. I think a lot of a lot of countries are also doing that uh, at the battery minerals that you have. That you know we know we have a lot of resources in in Africa. Um, uh, in that respect, so we are looking uh, uh, into. Um, Developing that that in that area as well, and financing um, in the, the mining as well as the um, the beneficiation of those those resources that that these battery minerals as well. Thank you very much. And it's it, it's obvious that the AFC's um, objective is to help develop um, its member countries economically. Do you also think that? the AFC, AFC's participation um, in infrastructure development can also help the uh, enforcement and doubling down of um, democracy and social uh, growth across the region? Or is that something that you think is is really beyond the beyond the compass of the AFC? Well, I, I think I'll say this that um, if there is um, if if there is democracy, if there is if if the climate in the country um, is positive in terms of um, its political focus, it makes the investments that we do in those countries less risky. Um, so, so that is clearly a key factor that we look into when we are deciding to whether to invest in any project in any of those countries. As you, as you are aware, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we have um, footprints across 36 African countries, um, you know, Angola, Benin, Botswana, Burkina Faso, Cameroon, Cote d'Ivoire, Egypt, Nigeria, Eritrea, Gabon, you know, Kenya, I'm just mentioning some of the countries, Liberia, Mauritania, Senegal, Sierra Leone, the Gambia, Togo, Tunisia, and and, um, um, and, and Uganda. Um, so, and, you know, so, Yes, you know, political risk is a key factor that we assess when we're doing our due diligence in, in relation to um, in, to projects. Um, and um, so, yeah, it, it, it's 
I would also say that what, where a, a country is um, more, more uh, economically developed, it also reduces the risk of political interference. Yeah, that, that's absolutely. my view. And so, so I, know I would say that it's all by, by, by doing what we do, um, it facilitates that, that, um, that, 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 that economic as well as, as the democratic development of those countries. I agree very much. So AFC has cooperated recently with organisations such as Macquarie and Blackstone. Um, and I wondered whether there was a sort of uh, a desire uh, actively to seek those types of opportunities. Uh, and, and what are the typical characteristics of organisations with which the AFC is minded to collaborate in that way? So the cooperation is actively seeking strategic partnerships opportunities aimed at establishing market presence and recognition, which also um, creates deal flow for the corporation. For example, I mean, partnerships have been established with the uh, US-Africa um, Power Initiative, um, which covers investments in power sectors across Ethiopia, Ghana, Kenya, Liberia, Liberia Nigeria, and Tanzania. Um, AFC has also established partnerships with the um, IFC and the um, FMO, um, you know, the Development Bank of South Africa uh, and, and others, in order to foster greater cooperation amongst DFIs and increase efficiencies and streamline due diligence processes. Um, the United Nations, also the United Nations Green Climate Fund, um, and the Agence um, Francais de Développement as well, um, uh, are also entities that we've also partnered with in terms of you know, providing financing for climate change uh, related projects uh, on the continent. The OPEC Fund for International Development as well, and, and, and also um, um, in, in October 2021, the AFC agreed to work uh, more closely with the Multilateral Investment Guarantee Agency, that's MEGA, in order to structure comprehensive solutions to de-risk and support uh, infrastructure projects in Africa. Um, and in June 2022 as well, um, the cooperation and the Islamic, Islamic cooperations for, for development, uh, you, know, the, you, know, the, um, um, you know, the Islamic cooperation for development of, of the private sector, also a multilateral development financial institution, uh, also, you know, agreed to collaborate to finance electrical, electrical projects in, in common in member countries as well. So we're doing a lot with, you know, various um, various entities, and all aimed again at uh, at the common purpose being to to de develop these economies and by proactively finding and and developing these these projects. Also, the, a lot of times um, uh, these these partners come to us because they know we are on ground. Uh, AFC is on ground and AFC knows the continent well. Uh, I think they are also very convinced about you know, our growth and um, the way in which we've implemented very um, innovative solutions across the continent. Uh, and so more and more uh, we are uh, being a, a partner of choice for uh, sponsors, for financiers uh, who wish to invest in, in Africa and who are looking for partners who they, they can trust to be able to do that. In what ways do you think um, the deals that are being done uh, now differ? Perhaps they're more complex than ones um, that were in place a decade ago. Would, would that be your view? Um, globalisation has 
you know, as a way, I, we, we, in relation to, you know, financing infrastructure across Africa, um, there, are, there are complexities. It's, it's, a, it's quite a complex and difficult environment which we, um, we, we, we operate. So as, as I said earlier, we have to find, always have to find really innovative solutions and, you know, get, get around them, you know, not, um, not, not just um, confine ourselves to these traditional means of, of financing. Otherwise, I don't think anything will be done on the continent. So we always, you know, we try to look, you know, think outside the box to see how best we can, you know, we can deal with all the risks that we have and um, and, and, and be able to implement these projects um, across the continent. So globalization has expanded business of, uh, operations across borders and, and deals now involve multiple jurisdictions, cross-border regulations and diverse cultural and legal frameworks. Um, dealing with international partners, understanding global market dy dynamics and managing complex supply chains requires additional mitigation measures, measures and, ex and expertise. For example, the gas supply crisis as a result of the Russia-Ukraine uh, conflict. Second, secondly, environmental and social considerations have gained prominence in recent years. Our shareholders and business partners now ex expect deals to align with sustainable and responsible business practices. And that is our policy as well, and being a DFI. Um, so assessing environmental impacts, social implications, and incorporating sustainability measures in deal structures has become essential for AFC. Introducing additional, uh, um, you know, so that, that, that you know, it's all, it's all us the complexity, but it's actually, actually very key to, to our operations because that we feel that is that is really necessary um, going forward. In addition, deals require engaging with a broad range of stakeholders. This in, includes not only the parties directly involved in the deal, but also regulators, shareholders, and local communities. In addressing diverse stakeholder interests and um, ensuring alignment can complicate deal negotiations and implementation. But we, as I said, we always try to find very um, innovation, innovative solutions uh, to all of this in order to be able to successfully implement these 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 projects across the continent. So um, we've heard lots, I think, in the last year or so about the African continent free trade agreement. And I wondered whether that you saw that as having an impact in the type of mandates um, that are you're working with and in the work that um, you are doing at the AFC and what impact is that having? So um, it's I think I also mentioned you know we also mentioned this um, globalization globalization and also the fact that um, you know if, if you if you even look at our, our mandates our, the mandate as contained within the AFC establishment agreement, it's very clear. What it says in there is that, um, again, the founding forefathers required that uh, you know it it needed an entity that could um, try to improve um, the economies of African countries through intra-African trade, mm -hmm. as well as export-oriented trade. Um, so it's a key area of AFC's mandate. Um, and of course, and so the African Continental Free Trade, Trade Agreement just more or less uh, sort of uh, helps facilitate that, the implementation of that mandate. Um, 
And so, you know, dealing with, you know, again, tra uh, transactions that are cross, cross, board, cross borders is very much one of those um, where you're able, for example, to move um, um, petroleum project products um, by, by, by um, you know, by, by, uh, by water rather than by road. Again, even with that, you, you know, they also, you are, you are saving the carbon footprint somehow, somewhat uh, across the various countries. Um, um, and also, you know, in terms of increased investment opportunities, um, it, it also helps us to create a single market of goods and services in Africa. Um, and we are looking very much at doing that. Um, we also looked at some point at, um, in terms of power, at having um, some, uh, you know, across West Africa, um, in Eco, using Eco, the ECOWAS uh, uh, WAP, um, West African Power Pool, uh, having key uh, independent power projects, which would supply power across the continent and not just to individual countries. Um, uh, and be more or less a, a central um, central sale point for power um, using a grid that is actually uh, that is that is um, interconnected uh, within the, the West African region. Um, so, and of course, the other issue is, is <laughs> this is also linked. In, we also have to have government involvement because they're also looking to uh, reduce uh, uh, the trade barriers and enhance economic cooperation. Mm -hmm. Amongst African countries, um, you know, rather, rather to foster regional integration. Um, the other things that we we try to do also to you know, in terms of uh, transportation, again, having roads that that you know go across um, the, the 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 whole the whole region, various regions, whether it's Comesa, whether it's um, ECOWAS, um, and financing those the roads constructions or financing financing some other form of transportation uh, that allows the free flow of goods and services across. Uh, the various regions of Africa. So it's uh, it's 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 um, in, in that respect, uh, what what we do is to try to facilitate the um, this this free flow of goods and services across the continent by providing the necessary infrastructure that that is that that is required to to be able to facilitate that. And and finally. Uh, how much do you think the General Council's function has changed in the AFC since you, you know, you've been in in post? What changes have occurred in relation to your role? Um, I don't. Well, I don't think it's changed. That uh, I would not say it's changed I, uh, you know, a great deal. I'd say it's it's in terms of the magnitude of the work that has to be done, uh, it's, it's grown. And given our strategic uh, direction, uh, as I mentioned earlier, assets have grown, um, you know, have doubled in the last five years. Um, we've we've moved, you know, we, we are always again looking at new solutions across the continent. Lo looking at, as you are aware, we are we are we are to act, act as a catalyst to to um, attract financing into the continent. Um, and so we're always looking at, at more different means uh, tragically where, how we can attract such financing. Um, so we recently, uh, I would say maybe about two years ago, looked at, um, you know, diversifying into a fund, a fund, asset, fund asset management um, um, business. Um, 
where we again act as, as a catalyst to bring in uh, funds funds from all over um, whether Africa and outside Africa in order to invest in infrastructure uh, in in, in uh, on the continent. And we we started recently with the ICR, the infrastructure um, physical physical um, infrastructure uh, investment fund. Um, the so sorry the critical um, resilient the infrastructure resilient um, um, climate fund and um, and again all because of the of because we are trying to deal very much with the with the climate change and its effects on on the continent as well knowing very well that Africa does not doesn't um, create much of the the the, um, the pollution but you know bears the brunt of it so it's something that we are spearheading. Um, so there, there have been quite we have we've had quite a number of number of um, number of uh, initiatives. Also, we had an initiative um, focused on 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 the on the implications of of, of COVID, where um, we uh, you know set up a fund uh, to assist to to all lend to uh, to lend to financial institutions um, to boost up various sectors that were failing um, of you know, within. Um, Within various countries, and that that is that has that has been um, been quite successful. So, as a general counsel, uh, 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 my my role again is to so sort of protect the organisation legally, but also to find innovative legal solutions to allow the corporation to implement its various strategies mm-hmm. and its mandates. So, it's 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 a it's a hat that you wear that. Um, that um that that is quite it can be radical i should say sometimes um but all you're also trying to do is apart from just finding these innovative solutions you're also trying to ensure that the corporation's status as a dfi um you know all its immunities diplomatic immunities privileges and exemptions are also preserved uh, while still going out and trying to commercially find all of these solutions these these um to to all of these these problems and develop the economies of the countries as well as provide a, a good return to the shareholders who provide all these funds. So, so it, it's quite an interesting position. Um, interesting position, yeah. Nana Eshin, I'm, I'm uh, very, very grateful to you for spending time um, with us, giving us a, a really good um, understanding of the role of the AFC and in particular, its, um, its sort of current focuses. Thank you again. Thank you, Cecily. Thank you.